birthday to you. Happy birthday to All right, that is a song I could go the rest of my life without ever hearing again, and it would make me very happy. As you may be able to tell, this episode is I'm going to discuss holidays and birthdays. I have a birthday coming up uh, in the next 12 months. (laughs) No, I do have a birthday coming up uh, in the semi-near future. I'm not going to get into details on that. Um, However, I'm not a big fan of birthdays, and boy, I can't remember if I've really been a fan of birthdays since becoming an adult. For the most part, you know, I was a normal kid. I loved, you know, birthday parties. All my friends would come over. You know, everyone would sing to me, and I would get presents, and we would have funny hats, and we would blow these little paper rolly doohickeys that would go... That was more of the, like, the Ricola horn than, I guess, a birthday party favor. I'll need to work on my birthday party favor horn impression. And I think it's natural, you know, to enjoy that stuff as a kid because that's when you're not really thinking about the world. You are a bit more self-contained in your little world. I mean, you can only go where someone drives you. You have very limited freedoms or capabilities. And of course, when I was growing up, we didn't have the internet or anything like that. Limited TV channels. So your world was very self-contained and it was easier to be excited about things that were part of that self-contained world. Then I grew up. To me, birthday celebrations kind of go hand in hand with, you know, playing with G.I. Joes. I don't play with G.I. Joes anymore. I used to. I don't celebrate my birthday anymore. I used to. I am so anti-birthday that my goal every year is to try and get through my birthday with the least amount of acknowledgement of my birthday. I will, of course, hear from my mom on my birthday, and she, as always, will sing to me through the phone, as uncomfortable as it makes me, and she knows it makes me uncomfortable, so she enjoys it even more. Uh, I'm sure I'll get a text from my brother out in Arizona, and I'm hoping that's it. I don't post my birthday on any social media. I do not discuss it at all. And again, this kind of goes back to in my last episode, episode nine, where I'm talking about narcissism and social media. Celebrating your birthday once you're at a certain age, especially in a grandiose fashion, I mean, to me, that's a very narcissistic thing. It's, hey, look, everybody. Let's all celebrate the fact that I escaped from my mother's vaginal canal X amount of years ago on this day. Well, guess what? On this day could be quite variable. I mean, we we all very unlikely that the majority of us shot out of our mom's hole on. That's probably a horrible way to put it. Shot out of our mom's vaginal canal, much better, on the actual day that we were expected or predicted to. My son was early. My daughter was early. I was late. So your birthday is very, I mean, it could just be whatever. So to celebrate that to such a great length, and it's also, again, the the narcissism isn't so much for the people who have other people around them that want to celebrate their birthday, and they just take part in that celebration and that party. I'm a very cynical, bitter man, so things like large gatherings and parties and festivals and things like that, not my bag. However, when you have someone who plans their own birthday party or... Let's go back to the narcissism of social media. If you announce 
ever on social media your own birthday in a post, you are a narcissist, okay? First off, you've probably got it. If you're going to be that type of person, you've already got it in your about me. Here's my birthday. People will get reminders, and they can choose to say happy birthday to you. If you post a picture of yourself with your Starbucks drink saying, starting my birthday off right with a mocha frappa flappuccino lappa crappa flappa. I don't, I don't know. I don't go to Starbucks. And that might be the new flavor. I'm not sure. Probably doesn't sell well uh, with the crappa in there. But if you do that, you are absolutely asking people to say happy birthday that might not otherwise see the reminder or see other people posting. That is narcissism. Okay. You might as well. Would you do this? Because if, you, if you're that type of person, you're like, I don't see anything wrong with that, then you shouldn't see anything wrong with getting a cheap paper cone party hat that says, it's my birthday, in colorful letters, put it on your head and wear that all day long. When you go into Speedway, when you go into Kroger, when you go into Best Buy, whatever you do, wear that hat because you will get strangers that will see that hat and go, oh, happy birthday. You're calling attention to it because you want people to notice. It is basically the cleavage equivalent of self-holiday celebration. Horrible analogy. Actually, a good analogy, just horribly stated. But there's so many weird traditions with birthdays, like the song that I started this show out with reluctantly. And as a musician, guess what? I'm constantly asked to sing happy birthday to someone out in the crowd. But let's think about the song. I mean, what other... Maybe, you know, feel free uh, to find me on social media and argue with me if you think that I'm missing something. But I cannot think of another celebration, holiday, or even achievement or accomplishment or event in one's life that comes with the expectation of everyone in the vicinity, including strangers, to sing this ridiculous child's song to you. You know, there's obviously Christmas carols, but those aren't, you know, people aren't obligated to sing a song to you like they are on your birthday. And again, a ridiculous, childish song. You know, when you get your driver's license or when you graduate, they do play pomp and circumstance, but that's not necessarily for you. And that is not expecting everyone in the stands at the graduation to just sing awkwardly. No, that's not happening. So that's just weird that on your birthday, that's just mandatory. Everyone has to do it and everyone hates it. Well, you might like it if you're hearing it, but most people do not like having to sing it. They'll just... It's kind of like doing, you know, by the time you're in like eighth grade and you're still doing the Pledge of Allegiance every morning. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. It just becomes this monotone, chanty kind of thing where it's it, there's not a whole lot of oomph behind it. And furthermore, with birthdays, you've got just the ridiculousness of how the the ritual of a birthday goes. You know, you're basically saying, hey, congratulations for not dying in the last year. Here's a baked good that I got for you and I wrote your name on. I'm going to go ahead and light this on fire. If you wouldn't mind showering it with your spittle before we serve it to people, that would be fantastic. Thank you. And happy birthday. Everyone sing. Oh, and then presents. We have to give you presents. 
You survived another year. We must buy things for you. Here's a turtleneck or a bowling ball. I mean, birthday presents are just all over the place. They could be whatever. And obviously with obligations of presents, just like Christmas, where people feel obligated, you get those presents for people that normally would never buy you a present and have no idea what to buy you. So you end up with a bunch of garbage. They waste money. It's, ah. Uh, I'm not asking people to stop celebrating birthdays. I understand that I have a very unique uh, perspective on life and society and different things. And I understand that a lot of that is a, you know, could be deemed as a negative viewpoint. To me, it's more realistic. I actually live a very, despite my podcast being rants, hey, you know what? Maybe it's like therapy. When I do the podcast, I'm getting shit out of my system. I'm like a, a volcano that's erupting every once in a while so that I'm not just bubbling with lava right at the brim all the time. I don't think that's it. I, I'm just... I have a very realistic viewpoint on things. I do look at things differently. And while it may come across as a rant or angry, and sometimes it will be, it doesn't mean that I walk through my life angrily. So please don't worry about that. But also please do not wish me happy birthday and definitely do not sing happy birthday to me. Also, the restaurants, you know, if, if you go out to eat for your birthday, it's that whole, I don't know, are they going to they're gonna tell the server that it's my birthday? I don't know. I might get a song sung to me in Spanish that I don't even understand. I can't wait for that one. And the free little scoop of vanilla ice cream that's at least two and a half tablespoons of dairy deliciousness. Maybe if I'm lucky, I'll get some drizzle of chocolate syrup and a little candle that I can blow out to prove that once and for all that I do not have asthma. Yay! You know, obviously the Hallmark gift card industry has found a lot of success and a lot of revenue because of birthdays and, of course, other holidays like Valentine's Day and Christmas. And that's, you know, the weird thing with the card industry is there's just like the song for happy birthday doesn't really apply to just about anything else in life. The the card sending only applies to like you don't send people card. Happy Labor Day. You don't do that. Happy Thanksgiving. I don't even know how you would spell the turkey noise in a card, but I would be interested to see someone try. That would be a card I would be OK with. And honestly, I'm the type of person, I don't save cards. I, I mean, I have a handful of cards from my kids that I've kept just because usually it was something if they wrote something or I know they got the card for me or they picked it out, then it felt a little more special. So I would keep that. Beyond that, no offense, mom or anyone else that sends me a card. I usually read the card and then I do what I do with the rest of my mail. I rip it in half and I throw it in my garbage. Yeah, because it's it's just the sentiment. I mean, I'm not collecting cards. That's not the business I'm in. Christmas, maybe I'll choose to tape some cards up to the wall and a little decorative arrangement. But usually I really don't get enough cards. I get more cards from potential dentists and veter veterinarians than I do uh, from people that I know. But I also don't send cards to people, so they don't send cards to me. It's just like I said on episode 9 with Facebook likes and Twitter likes and stuff like that. A lot of times people are doing that because they expect it in return. And guess what? People get angry if they send you a card and they don't get one in return. It's this weird, weird fucked up thing. But again, majority of holidays do not really come with the assumption that a card is going to be purchased. 
Cessna, my cat, keeps bumping into my mouse. She is laying on the desk. It's driving me nuts because uh, she keeps bringing up some weird Windows menu, somehow uh, blocking the actual software that I'm using to record this and ensure that everything I'm saying is still recording. I have moved the mouse, not the cat. Isn't that weird? Well, I didn't even realize the correlation. Cat and mouse. Oh, look at that, Jeff. That's weird. Meow. So, you know, kind of coming off of birthdays, but still discussing, like, the card holidays. Obviously, you know, Valentine's Day. But now, again, Valentine's Day is a day that you're expected to get a card for the one person that you're in love with or is your significant other even if you've never said you say you've been in a relationship for two months and you haven't said i love you yet you're probably still expected to get a card but now you have to go to the awkward section of the card for a friend i like you a lot and i think your teeth are straight maybe sometime we can go get a milkshake happy valentine's day like comma steve so valentine's day again you you know a card for one person, but when we were kids, you had to have a card for everyone. It was like you got all these little, it was a big sheet of perforated, what almost looked like gift tags that you would put on Christmas gifts, um, and you would break those up, and it, each one would have a you know Looney Tunes character with a little quip or something that was smart. Um, remember those you know little heart shape? I'm sure they still have them, the little heart-shaped candies that be mine, little things like that, and that tasted, I mean, whoever made those candies, I mean, I'm guessing you have to do something special with a candy back in you know the 70s or whatever if you want to print on it and let people still eat it but those candies were awful but you know there you go a total change going from being a kid just like i said with celebrating a birthday or playing with gi joe as a kid valentine's day expectation is that you're getting a card for just about everybody when you're an adult if you got a valentine's card for everyone at your office you're probably going to be going out of the building with a security guard and a box um, before the day is over but valentine's day definitely definitely a big hallmark card holiday just like sweetest day sweetest day is so stupid i refuse to acknowledge or celebrate its existence and with a lot of these holidays almost all of them i mean think about it holidays are reasons and things that people look forward to like new year's eve christmas i mean you got those people with christmas like only 314 days until christmas what Okay, if you're looking so forward to Christmas that you're ready the day after Christmas, find another reason to celebrate throughout the rest of the year. We don't have to just have these holidays that are so embroiled and wrapped up in stuff that none of these holidays are truly about anymore. The meaning has been lost to pretty much every holiday that we celebrate. I mean, at least birthdays, as much as I don't like the birthday celebration, 
holds true to being a celebration of your birth date. But that's the whole point of celebration. But that's what I mean. Like we people look so forward to these holidays. And I understand a lot of that comes now with, you know, the average workforce. Holidays are paid days off for a lot of people. So they're constantly looking forward to the next day that they can get paid to not work. Like Labor Day or Memorial Day, you know, there's a handful of people that may actually celebrate that day for the purpose that it is intended, but that's a very small amount. Most people couldn't tell you what Labor Day or Memorial Day are really about, but boy, I'll take that Monday off and go out to the lake, hell yeah, and keep on paying me, boss. Halloween is a non-card day, just like Labor Day, Memorial Day, even even New Year's, for the most part, because it's so close to Christmas, people don't send out cards separately. Happy New Year. I mean, some people probably do, um, but those people are weird. But most people will just add it, you know, we hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We're just going to roll this holiday into one card and we're going to save ourselves some money. It's like a two-for-one program that we're on at Hallmark. They punched my card and now I'm good until Valentine's Day. But I distracted myself. I was saying Halloween is actually my favorite holiday. I love Halloween just because it's the most playful and it's there, there's nothing really serious about it. I mean, we all know that Halloween, you know, even up until I want to say the late 1800s or even early 1900s was a day that people would dress up and do parades and march around. That was their annual, you know, ridding of the demons. Like this was their spring cleaning. Hey, demons. Hey, you demons. Gone now. Yeah. Don't you see this mask I'm wearing? I bet this scares the shit out of you. Gone now. But that's what it was. I mean, the, the whole beggar's night and trick-or-treat and candy, it, it's so far away from what Halloween was actually ever about. I'm sorry. I must have said something to trigger Siri, because uh, she's been listening to quite a lot of this conversation, and finally said, I'm sorry. With no follow-up, she's worthless. Apologetic, but worthless. But Halloween is fun. I mean, I grew up raised on horror movies and going to haunted houses or, you know, little things at the, you know, one of my favorite things at any time there was a county fair or anything like that was the the haunted house or the, the fun house or things that were just weird and kind of trippy and maybe a little scary. Last year, and I'm sure COVID had a lot to do with this, I, I bought a lot of things in 2020 that I still haven't used um, simply because I had nothing better to do than sit around and think about things that I might use. And then Halloween rolled around and I put out my decorations and I looked at him and said, it's not enough decorations. So $500 later, I had essentially turned my entire first floor of my house into a haunted house. If I you know, knew someone was coming in, I could set the lighting, I could get the music going right, candles lit in certain areas, all kinds of just weird stuff and cool stuff and things that would just mess with your mind, nothing jumping out at you. There's maybe some motion activated, you know, like creepy baby dolls that talk to you when you walk by, but nothing like, you know, major jump scares or anything like that. But that is how much I love Halloween. Like Christmas, if I didn't think my daughter would get pissed, she's the one who's insisting that I put up a Christmas tree this year. I don't want to put up a Christmas tree. I like the look of Christmas stuff when it's all set up, but... 
It's such a pain in the ass. At least the Halloween stuff, while it is time-consuming, man, the payoff is awesome, and it lasts so long. I mean, just the Christmas tree is just the Christmas tree, and it, it's the same every year. And worse, it doesn't scare anyone. So I could probably do without really celebrating Christmas for the most part in general, let alone decorating or anything like that. And I mean, Christmas is another one of those holidays that is completely lost sight of what it is for. We all know that Christmas is the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ, but we also all know that Jesus Christ was not born on December 25th, so yeah, kind of fudge that one. But over the years, and especially within the last hundred years or so of commercialism, Christmas has taken on a whole new life form with Santa Claus and pictures at the mall and 847 million different styles of wrapping paper and all the toys that you got to get early because they're going to sell out. And just the fact that the obligation to buy presents for someone just because it's December 25th. I mean, think of the strain that puts on certain families or people that, that grew up not really getting that much in gifts because they didn't have a very, you know, their family was struggling financially. Or imagine being that parent that wants nothing more than to be able to give your kids the gifts that their friends might be getting at school and knowing you can't do it. I mean, that's awful. But that's because we put this implication and expectation that Christmas comes with a gift exchange, which means the spending of money, i.e. commercialism, i.e. Everything Jesus Christ was against. If you are a Christian and you believe in Jesus Christ and the teachings of the Bible, I assure you, if you even have an inkling that you kind of know the person that Jesus Christ was said to be in the Bible, he would be rolling over in his grave at what Christmas has become. Well, I guess it would be a tomb. I guess he can't roll over because he got out of the tomb which oddly enough also coincided with the day that Jesus Christ invented rolling rock. So cheers. Like the whole gift thing, people are like, well, it's not about getting gifts. It's about giving gifts. But it is a 100%. If you think that Christmas is not about reciprocation, like if you think it, that, how does that work? Are there just certain people that are designated to be the givers and everyone else the receivers? No. Everyone exchanges. Obviously, sometimes one person clearly outdoes the other person. That's fine. But it do not say that, it, well, it's the season of giving. Wait, no, it's tis the season of giving because apparently when we're talking about Christmas, we all become Irish again and tis the season of giving. Really? It's 2021. No one says tis. Can we update that? Someone, can someone update that please? In the Christmas dictionary. Thank you. Tis. We're just going to go with uh, the normal conjunction of it's. But, you know, perhaps maybe something I'm saying is at least making a little sense to you. And you'll understand that I'm not just angry or ranting or crazy. I'm not just filled with cynicism and bitterness bubbling over like a volcano. No, because I'm erupting right now as I make this episode. Thank you very much. But hopefully you're going to at least take something away to realize, yeah, he's he makes sense. He can't really argue with it. And if you can't argue with it, guess what? You have to agree. You can't use the, the modern corporate lingo of, I don't disagree, which I hate. Just say I agree. Why do we have to bring 
two extra syllables into this. I don't disagree. That What does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. I agree. Just say I agree and be done with it. Thank you. And Thanksgiving? Well, let's talk about Thanksgiving. We are in a society right now where Washington Redskins are now Washington football team. Cleveland Indians are now about to become the Cleveland Guardians. Referencing Native Americans in this country has essentially become outlawed. Now, Thanksgiving is a gigantic symbol of our initial interactions. I say our, as in the white man, European, even though my ancestors came from Germany and Ireland. So I guess it's still not our, that's a bad representation. See, I've gotten so used to just being a white person, I forgot there's different types of white people. 50 Shades of White, tonight on Cinemax. But the fact that it represents that initial interaction where we, we, I keep saying we, okay, let's try this again. It represents the initial interaction when the original settlers to America came over on boats and interacted with the Native American people and sat down and broke bread and had a meal. And that's what we are doing now. We all know how this story ends though. Eventually it's like, are you cold? Would you like a polio blanket? Because I have a lot. We could probably take care of your whole village if you're all cold. We know it didn't end well, but we're just celebrating this initial interaction that that seemed to be friendly. Look, let me tell you something. Jeffrey Dahmer, the serial killer and cannibal, there's a good chance that, you know, he was very charming and cordial and gentlemanly. He might have taken some of these, you know, young boys or his victims out for a dinner before he took them back to his apartment and brutally murdered them and ate part of them and kept the rest of them in the fridge. But let's celebrate Jeffrey Dahmer because, hey, he bought that kid dinner and it was, uh, they had a good time, a lot of laughs. So uh, let's celebrate that. Jeffrey Dahmer, not such a bad guy. So really, it's only a matter of time before Thanksgiving goes away. Let's see. Like, that's like with American society. Like, everyone is in an uproar about every little thing that offends them or they feel might be offensive to someone else because that's usually the situation is is people trying to represent other people and being offended on their behalf. And those people were like, yeah, we don't really fucking care. And they're the ones that, you know, are obviously driving hard to change everything. But if you told those people, I'm sorry to inform you, but starting in 2022, uh, You will no longer be able to have uh, turkey or stuffing or cranberry dressing or mashed potatoes or green bean casserole or pumpkin pie any time near the end of November. If you want to have it during the year, kind of separately, not all in one meal, that's okay. See, there's the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy. One of my biggest pet peeves in this world is hypocrisy. I'm sure... In my life, I have been a hypocrite, but I am also sure in self-reflection and hindsight, I have been disgusted with myself. 
and I am going down a rabbit hole that has nothing to do with holidays or birthdays. Now, I'm pretty sure I've discussed just about every relevant holiday. Let's see, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, sweetest day, not valid, Labor Day, Memorial Day, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, we didn't really discuss, but New Year's Eve, it's odd that we're celebrating the end of something instead of the beginning, like, it, it should be the beginning, that new year, that's, it's in the words, new year, but the biggest party happens right up until you can apply the word new, now, at some point long ago, someone said, hey, hey, what if we do New Year's Eve? Hmm? We can keep the word new in there, but it's still old. And then people won't realize it's old. They'll think it's new and they'll want to celebrate. Uh, that's, I'm guessing that's how that conversation went. But think about it. Everyone is on New Year's Day is just trying to get through New Year's Day. It's not a celebration. It is regret. We should have the regret on New Year's Eve and then the celebration on New Year's Day. That seems to make more sense to me, but what do I know? You know, I've been rambling and I'm I'm trying to do these a little longer, but I also don't want to make them super extensive. I feel like I've covered all of the major holidays. I feel like I have discussed birthdays ad nauseum. If you don't know what that means, then it's Latin. Go Google it. If you can spell it correctly, I'm not going to spell it for you. I appreciate everyone who has tuned in since my return uh, with episode nine. This is episode 10. Woo! We have reached double digits in the Jeff Becomes Jeff podcast. Please go out and check my website, jeffschafer.com, where you can find information about my music on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, blah, 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 blah. You know where to find the podcast. I also have an Etsy store, Broken Record Studio, that you can find a link to on jeffschafer.com, J-E-F-S-H-A-F-F-E-R. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jeff. Good night.